This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your sometimes Tuesday video cast here brought to you from Frontline Gaming. My name is Reese, I'm your host. With me as always is Mr. Jason. Yep. And don't forget, Frontline Gaming, you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. We offer free shipping options within the continental United States. And you might be asking yourself, guys, it's not Wednesday, it's Tuesday. Why are Mm -hmm. you casting today? That's because most of the crew is gonna be heading to Adepticon tomorrow and they're gonna be uh, casting with GW. So we decided to jump on and bring you your signals from the frontline goodness a day early, hopefully not a dollar short. That's when you're a day late. I guess we get get a dollar. A day early, a dollar In the pocket. There we go. I like that. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, primarily the new Chaos books, which are very exciting. Mm -hmm. But uh, before we get to that, let's talk about some of the news, baby. So, uh, if you had your eye on the new Overgrown City FLG mat, it's a very, very pretty mat. I dig it a lot. Uh, This is the last couple days to get it at the discounted price during the pre-release period. That's going to go through Sunday, the 31st of March. That's this coming Sunday. And if you wanted to grab those at a discount, please do. It's a nice discount, and uh, you can get free shipping over $99. So, if you grab that and something else in you within the continental United States, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to pay any shipping. Pretty nice. cool. Yeah. And that's available. We have like six sizes now on our mats. It's available in all available sizes. Yes. So even the, the new Kill Team size mats, mm-hmm. which is 30 by 22. So those were, it's very select mats, but it looks like, you know, going forward, we're going to be putting the new ones yeah. in. And this one is perfect for uh, for games like Kill Team. Yeah. And as stated on the last <clears throat> podcast, if you were at the LVO, you saw some of the tables that I made. Uh, the Gothic, the Gothic Ruins terrain goes perfectly mm-hmm. on this mat. The big Gothic Cathedral, the centerpiece fits exactly correctly in that middle square. And I think the artwork had been tweaked a little bit, right? Because the, the, the streets are a little bit more... No, that this is the correct... This is the exact the same streets were really brought. green in the first one that we did, and then right. we changed it to make them more gray. And it right, looks, which it is, this is the new yeah. one. Yeah, so it looks amazing. Because before it looked like it was like underneath like a layer of moss. Well, it, looked, is, it looked like cool, it just got green, like somebody put the, too much green ink. But I mean, I like, it looked <laughs> cool because it yeah. was what we asked of the artist, but right. now it's like, yeah, it's a little bit more like a... <laughs> so like make it more green and you just put like a green layer. We're like, all right, that's too much. <laughs> Dial the green back. Yeah. But uh, no, I think it looks great. And uh, when you paint up the Gothic ruins or whatever terrain, GW terrain goes really well on it too. Mm-hmm. Our urban terrain actually goes on it well too. The, the um, GW stuff looks... It looks great. Gosh, right? you, if you base that and mm-hmm. you do some like green foliage all over it, like moss, yep. man, it looks good. If you look at some of the tutorials I put up, um, like you paint them green in different shades, dry brush it, and then you glue like flock and moss onto the buildings. And it looks like this city's being reclaimed by the, the jungle or the forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. It's super easy to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a really effective table. It's got a lot of line of sight blocking terrain. Yeah. And it, 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 it just comes out. You put it on the table. It looks really impressive. If you play uh, Walking Dead miniatures game yeah. too, this is absolutely perfect. You know where I got the inspiration for that style of terrain from? Hmm. Drop Zone Commander. Oh, yeah. Because he made a, a Dave, Dave. No, the game's still around. 
Dave made a table of terrain because the setting yeah. of the game it takes place like in the far future, mm-hmm. and like humans have been conquered and we got our ass kicked, and then we build up a fleet and we come back, mm-hmm. and they go to the cities, and a lot of the cities have been like overgrown with like jungles and stuff. I remember seeing it. And I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" I was like, "I wonder if you can do it with 40k." And I was like, "You can," and it makes it a hundred times easier to paint your terrain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "I could paint a whole set of terrain in like hours, whereas it would take me days before." Mm-hmm. So, um, tip of the hat to old to Dave at old Hawk War Games that is now TT Combat mm-hmm. Troll Trader. So, at any rate, uh, at any rate, check it out if you're interested. Pick it up and uh, hope you like it. Yeah. So also, if you want to pick up the new Chaos Space Marine goodies, there's a ton of awesome stuff available. The new Chaos Space Marines Codex Part 2, uh, Vigilus Ablaze, the sequel to Vigilus Defiant. Uh, there's Abaddon, new that Chaos. Was the Codex that you just held up? Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you were talking about Vigilus. I also talked about that. No, okay. Clean your ears out, kid. <sighs> Tuesday, not Wednesday. I'm not on it yeah, yet. He drinks more coffee. I know. Uh, but there's all kinds of goodies in there. And again, you can pick them up at a discount from Frontline Gaming. <laughs> And uh, free shipping options within the continental United States. Yeah. New Chaos Space Marine kids, so sick. So a lot of new stuff. They've actually also, they repackaged a lot of the existing kits, like the Chaos Rhino. Um, and what else? A couple of their, like the Defiler, a bunch of ones that were direct only um, are not anymore. And they got repackaged to this new box art. The, yeah. The black with the white letters. It looks really good. So, and, and Abaddon, is, Abaddon goes without. He's so incredible. It's, it's amazing. Just pick it up for... Just to put it on your yeah. shelf if you're a Chaos fan. He's so mm-hmm. good. Um, but what's really interesting, and again, I, I, this is me not, this is me speaking as an observer, because we don't, as a playtester, I don't see new models. Like, this is the first time I've seen mm-hmm. Chaos Space Ring Kit, and I think it's just so cool. Um, and they're, you know, they're bigger. They've been scaled up and mm-hmm. et cetera. But what, what I thought was cool, I was kind of expecting, you know, like Primaris Chaos Space Marines. But what it looks like, and this is just me guessing, of course, don't take this as like <clears throat> what's actually happening or anything. Just at a guess, it looks like the way that they're separating Chaos Space Marines and Space Marines. Space Marines are going super high tech, future oriented, all their stuff flies mm-hmm. and, you know, they're all Primaris and they look way more cool and high tech and more badass. And the Chaos Space Marines are kind of like going retro, mm-hmm. right? Because like it takes a lot of money to make these new kits. So we've got Chaos Space Marines, there's obviously Havocs and uh, Terminators on the way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, to, and again, I'm, this is just speculation. I don't know if this is what's happening or not. It looks like they're going to leave Chaos Space Marines in the past a little bit and have this kind of like Baroque, retro, old school mm-hmm. stuff. And that Space Marines are going forward, which I think that's that would be a cool way to differentiate them further. Mm-hmm. Like the Chaos Space Marines are going to have like old armor and a really demonic looking. And uh, they're still Space Marines, but they're, they only have one wound, one attack versus the Primaris guys, but they're cheaper. There's more of them. And that kind of stays in line with the lore. Like if you read the books, the Chaos Space Marines will mass produce guys. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite books, the Iron Warriors uh, novels with like Hong Su. <clears throat> he basically has like a Space Marine factory where he mm-hmm. has these like mutated women that are just like birthing out um, Chaos Space Marines. They put the gene seed in, boom. And then he just uses them like, sh- like he lets them die by the hundred. He doesn't care. Yeah. So it's cool, right? Like, I think that's um, that'd be a neat way to, like, kind of diverge the two factions, which previously have been, you know, spiky version, bald and screaming version. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what's good, that, you know, if that's always the way it's going to be. But to me, making brand new Chaos Space Marine kits, brand new uh, Terminator kits that are just updated versions of the old ones means that they're not, probably not going Primaris. But, you know, that's just my guess. What, what would you get, think of I mean, looking at that? I agree seeing the new Havocs that are coming out, the new 
The new Terminators, by the way, look really so fantastic. Good. You look the more I look at the, the new photos, the more little differences that I see. Yep. They look a lot more menacing. I don't know. Is that's the best way I can put it? But uh, no, I think you're right. And what I think we're gonna see is though I think the eventually as they get to uh, redoing the characters, I think then you'll start seeing scaling up stuff like that. Like Abaddon is as big as Cal, um, as big as um, he's almost Gilliman. as big as Gaiman. Yeah, he's just about as big, and which is makes sense. You know, he's swollen with power from the the. Um, <laughs> from uh the chaos gods <laughs> well the, the, the so, other thing yeah. is too is the uh chaos the chaos machines are bigger and that makes me think that the chaos terminators are bigger as well mm -hmm. i don't know because i haven't seen them and we'll have to hold them up side by side yeah but i would imagine they're bigger because in the the article that they put up on the warmer mm -hmm. community page they had said like oh they're so huge and menacing so right. i would guess they got scaled up appropriately too like right. the chaos space marines did so i um, hope so and that gives yeah. and, then, and that gives us some hope for seeing the um, Space Marine Terminators get scaled up a little bit too because they're starting to show they're still a good kit. It's still fantastic, especially some of the um, like the, the Blood Angel ones, ones the ones that are like too, really yeah. like um, uh, some of the newer ones. But like you know, with the new Primaris Marines now, which are just as big, we need to start seeing a little bit of a. I don't know if the, if the Marines are going to get anything but primary stuff going forward. I don't know if you're going to see any of the old kids get redone, but mm. who knows. But uh, yeah, this was really cool. It was unexpected for us. Right. Because um, again, we, we work with the rules side of things. Mm -hmm. So the rules obviously didn't really change that much. But uh, really cool and very exciting. I know uh, in the office here and in our group of friends here, like almost everybody has a Chaos Army. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, we've just been going crazy looking at the book, uh, yeah. Vigilus and the Chaos Space Room book, talking about combos, mm -hmm. cool things we've noticed, ways to build an army. Uh, a lot of people in our on our team Team Zero Comp have been inspired to start a Chaos Army, like Jeff uh, in control is gonna start a Black Legion Army just based off of how cool Abaddon looks. Uh, one of our team members, Junior, said he's gonna uh, stop working on his orcs and make a Chaos Space Ring Army because they, they're just, uh, they're so cool. And there's so many different ways to play them as mm -hmm. well. Uh, our head painter, Pascal, has a Demon Engine Army and like he's so stoked because you've gotten so many cool things to add to them. And a, a lot of people have been noticing how good the Demon Engines have gotten after chapter proved anyway. Like. Defilers, for example, have become a lot more popular because they're so cheap and, and they're really effective, mm -hmm. right? You can give them a ton of attacks for not many points, but now there's all these other ways to buff them up with the Lord Discordant, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. And we'll talk about that more uh, when we get to that portion of the podcast. But yeah, get excited. These are really cool kits. The yeah. two books give you so much as a chaos mm -hmm. enthusiast. I mean, it's, it's all it is, like Vigilist Defiant, or I'm sorry, Vigilist Ablaze. Uh, the fluff covers a lot of stuff, but it's basically it's just chaos. Um, yes, all the um, specialist attachments, all the detachments, yeah. and, and stuff like that, which is cool. Yeah, really exciting, and we'll dig into that here more in a little bit. But uh, to everybody going to Adepticon this week, good luck. We wish you uh, a good fortune, a good time. Uh, Jason and I are not going this year. I was actually not able to get a ticket to. Uh, I was going to try and play in the 40k and Age of Sigmar Championships event. And I was a little too late on the draw, and I didn't get a ticket to either one. Yeah. Um, so let that be a lesson to you. If you want to go to these big events, do not wait. Grab your tickets uh, because they, they can fill up really quickly. And um, uh, that's what happened here. So congratulations yeah. to the Adepticon crew. But I will not be there this year. So. Yeah, and I generally don't go to the conventions unless we're exhibiting or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But Frankie, Jeff, and Mariana will be there, and they will be uh, casting on the GW stream. Yeah. So be sure to tune in to GW's Twitch channel if you want to check them out, see what's going on, and get some excellent coverage of the event. <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Uh, bummer, I won't be able to play. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, this was a big question with uh, rolling over into the 2019 ITC season, which we are still in the process of doing. Got a couple projects that are just about to go live. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the big points of feedback we got uh, not only was updating the missions, which we are uh, in the process of doing, we'll have those finalized by Sunday. And thank you to everybody who's given their feedback on them. It's been generally very well received on the missions. Um, uh, with the beta versions that we've got out now mm -hmm. but one of the other big points of feedback and something that's really important it's near and dear to the hearts of a lot of people out there that that um, go for best in faction is how do we measure who is the best in faction uh, uh in the itc mm -hmm. those are the awards that the majority of people participating in the itc gun for um that's the thing that matters most to them and so uh, one of the big points of feedback we've gotten over the last season is people have noticed because of the way we do it uh, it's based on your largest detachment in your army uh, the way that that can turn out in, in practice what it can end up meaning is that let's say uh, jason's playing blood angels yeah his itc faction is blood angels he has a 700 point detachment of blood angels and then uh you know a castellan and a guard detachment so even though only one third of his points is blood angels uh, he counts as blood angels and people who play these factions are like, hey, I'm not really competing with people who are in my faction. I'm competing mm -hmm. with people who are taking a soup list. Or when it really, the, when it even gets a little bit more wonky, um, let's say your your faction is Gene Steeler Colt and you have a 800 point Gene Steeler Colt detachment, but you have two 600 point Tyranid detachments. So you actually have 1,200 points of Tyranids, but right. you're reporting as Gene Steeler Colt. That's the way it works right now. The reason that we did that is for simplicity, right? It's easy. What's your biggest detachment? That's what your faction mm -hmm. is. But as, you know, as we go further and further down the road with the ITC, it matters more and more to people, which is great. People are now taking note like, well, is this the right way to do it? Mm -hmm. uh, is, that, is that representative of who was the best Gene Sealer Colt or whatever um, faction player? Or uh, would it be more, is it more reflective of the way people want this to go to change the way we're doing it? So based on a lot of feedback, a lot of conversations, uh, it does seem like there's a lot of people out there that would prefer to see it go as the only way to get the best in faction award is if your army is only that faction mm -hmm. right so now there's a lot of immediate caveats and questions that pop up when you say that uh, it needs a little bit of clarification we put some examples in the poll which is on the show notes so if you care if this matters to you please go fill this out if it doesn't matter to you don't worry about it mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so there are some caveats right like in order to get it every detachment in your army must have the same must be the same ITC faction, right? right? That's the simplest way to describe it. So if you wanted to be orcs, it's really easy for you because you can only take orcs, mm -hmm. right? Uh, if you want to be space <clears throat> marines, you can only have space marine detachments, right? Now there's a little wiggle room there. You can have ultramarines, salamanders, and mm -hmm. black templars, whatever, right? Right. Because we don't. But they we were don't codex, track it. codex of starting. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, what if I summon in an assassin? Well, it doesn't matter. We're only going off on what your mm -hmm. army list. What right? you started the game at. Exactly. Yep. So technically, no, it's not, but it's that's splitting hairs way too much. Yeah. Uh, if you're a chaos player and you're all chaos space marines, but you summon in demons, mm -hmm. you're still chaos space marines. Whatever, it's fluffy. It's fine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe next season if it gets to the point where it's like someone's summoning in their whole army and it's basically a demon army. Okay, we can come back and take a look at that. But for now, we're going to keep it simple. We're just looking at your detachment. Uh, so then the other question is, well, okay, what happens if I am the guy that takes blood angels? You know a knight castle and in the loyal 32. Mm -hmm. uh, well, then you would then, we would then create new categories, the, you know, quote unquote soup, 
mm-hmm. categories, and that's what you would fall into. You'd be Imperium. Yeah. Um, and if you're taking a Demon Detachment, a Chaos Space Marine <clears> Detachment, <throat> and uh, I don't know, a Renegade Knight, you would be Chaos. Right. If you have Drukhari, um, Craftworld Eldar, and Harlequins, you'd be Eldari. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. The, I can't even remember what the name is for the Eldar now. Is it Eldari? That was Azurani. Uh, is it Azurani? Yeah. I can I always get that confused. <laughs> so then you would fall into Eldar the Eldar soup. Not, not copyrightable. Right. You'd be in the Eldar soup <laughs> yeah. category, and then with Tyranid, you'd be the Tyranid soup category, which yeah. would be, you know, mixing it up. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, for the people that are really diehard. Or you just do Xenos. What? Whatever. That's too big of a net. Uh, for if smaller. You're playing, if you're playing super, like, my opinion is yeah, you're, you're, you're waving do... your rights to, like, you're like, I'm going to take this because it's more powerful. And so... But Xenos covers all mm-hmm. Xenos. That's like, you, Necrons would be in that one. Yeah, but Necrons aren't going to ally with anybody. Right, so they should have their own category. They do. It would be Necrons. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because that's... So the only one would be Eldar, really, that that would be able to like, take these mixed ones. Yeah, because of Gene Steeler Colt, but still. Like, oh, and Astro Militarum. They can take an Astro Militarum detachment, too. <sighs> well, no, Gene Steeler Colt is just throw in the trash. <laughs> just get out. You're out of ITC. <laughs> <laughs> they're too sneaky nobody understands nobody understands that codex stop playing it um <clears throat> anyways that's my opinion so uh it's a it's a topic that's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts that are participating in the itc you know it's we had people that were upset like oh i played pure space wolves mm-hmm. you know all fair, year fair and enough then, i and then a guy, 100% agree with yeah. that yeah yep. and then some guy that only brought like you know four space wolf characters or something right and then his army was actually Astro Militarum. He got the award over me. I don't think that's fair. Right. So that's why we're asking this question because the ITC is all about mm-hmm. giving you the experience that you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is, it's important, right? Like it, for those of you who aren't, don't care. It seem, might seem like not a big deal, but to mm-hmm. the people, the, in my experience, my conversations, the people that it matters to, it matters a lot. It matters. And I think it, it matters more to people to who are comments. taking uh, pure factions yeah. than it does to people taking soup. People who are telling right. soup don't care. Like they're not... No one's going to care. Yeah. You know, they're, I'm getting my best blood angels when they have, you know, most of their list is knights or something like that. So that one guy says, I'd, I'd commend that guy playing pure space. Wolves. Yeah. And there are people that do There are people that tough it out. To they tough it out because they're diehard fans. And then they get really upset when they feel like somebody was just like cherry picking the best stuff. Yeah. Then didn't, uh, didn't get a, get a fair shake at it. So, right. Uh, focused water says maybe have a best, Mono faction awards, so Necrons have a chance. They already have. There is a Necron mm-hmm. faction award. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it's funny. All these little, like, splitting hairs questions immediately appear. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to determine what your faction is in the game right now because it's so mixed up. But uh, mm-hmm. Chaos Demons would just be Chaos Demons mm-hmm. knitting. So you could have one Corn, one Nurgle, one Slanesh. There you go. Demons, it would, baby. It would just be Demons. Yeah. Because you're drawing it all from the same codex. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, just like with Drukhari, you could do a detachment of witches, a detachment of uh, homunculus, and then warriors, and you'd still be a Drukhari army. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're not we're not going we're not going down that far down the rabbit hole of like. Can you do best Castellan? <laughs> best Castellan. Whoever has a Castellan does the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only way to get the, I would win that. The only way to get rid of knights would be to take pure knights. Right. Right. Under the if if this were to pass, if people were to say, yeah, that's biggest the crutch. Uh, swaggy-ish plays pure <laughs> marines. Yeah, that's what I do too. Um, but yeah, so let us know what you think. You know, we're going to run the poll uh, through the end of the month and uh, go cast your vote, tell other people about it and uh, make sure that, that anybody that it, that it matters to, that the, uh, they get a chance to cast a vote. We're going to send out a newsletter and all that stuff. We should have a castling category. 
called and it's the, just a picture of a crutch. It should just be and an I imperial yeah. crutch. I would win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, I'll take two. Take, that's I'll take like three. we said. If you have two crutches, you I go could take faster. three Castellans. That would be a terrible list. No, that's that's amazing. <laughs> You'd actually it'd be, win more it'd be, games. It'd be good lost. against some people. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Anyways. So at any rate, uh, enough on that go topic. Vote. Please uh, cast your vote Rock if it matters vote. to you. There you go, baby. Vote or die. You may not vote for the presidency, but definitely vote for this. Vote or be killed. <laughs> That's the slogan. It's true democracy right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about chaos. There's, oh, a, there's a lot to go over. We're not possibly going to be able to cover it all on this show. No. But we do want to talk about some of it. So first of all, Chaos Space Screen Codex Part 2. Mm-hmm. What What is it? Yeah. It's the old book. With updated rules and points mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever new units are in the game, like Lord Discord, the new Obliterators, mm-hmm. um, the new Havocs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we're not going to do an exhaustive review. That would take way too long. The new Lord Executioner. Yeah, which... The best model ever made. You know, he's not hes not bad. He's just not good enough that you're going to see him very often. So That's like a model from like the late 90s. The, the new There's a new character model, the Lord Executioner, who mm-hmm. is, you know... On foot with no invulnerable save, and he's a melee character. Mm-hmm. I'm just—I don't even care about the rules. The sculpt it just bugs me. I don't think he looks bad. His shoulder pad is as big as his whole body. His shoulder—he borrowed those shoulder pads from a War Machine guy. He's like, "Hey, that looks good, bro." Ugh. And he's wearing like an like, executioner's mask. You don't—he has two head options. You okay. don't have to give him that one. Um, I do like the new um, priest, though. The word bears, dude. The the new priest. Why don't we start there? Because mm-hmm. the new prayers are absolutely incredible. Yeah. So. Uh, the new Dark Apostle, uh, well, the new Dark Apostle model is amazing, but mm-hmm. the new Dark Apostle unit has options now for prayers. So they don't automatically make you reroll misses in combat like they did. Uh, instead, you get one prayer, and there's a couple things to note about the way this mechanic works. It's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and also, the Dark Apostle is now 100 points base. So, um, Which is down? Up a lot. Oh, it went up? It's up like okay. 30 points. Okay. But he's worth it, and here's why. So... Uh, there's six new prayer, or there's more than six, but there's only six that you're ever going to care about. Mm-hmm. So the um, the way it works is that at the beginning of the battle round, you do your prayer. So that means before either player goes, you do your prayer, which is amazing. It's incredible. Right. Right. Uh, it's really, really like. But you do have to choose the prayer you're going to have before mm-hmm. the game starts. Yeah, and you only get one, yeah. and it goes off on a three plus unless you have disciples, and then it goes off on a two, and uh, there's they're so good. The first one is Benediction of Darkness. Pick a unit within six inches, a Legion unit, mm-hmm. and they're minus one to hit, right? So now, again, you do it at the beginning of the battle round. So it's just, it's a great defensive power, mm-hmm. right? It's super useful. Uh, Litany of Despair. Um, if the prayer goes off, roll 2d6, discarding the lowest each time your opponent takes a morale check within six inches of the priest. It's pretty good. Um, in a Night Lord's army, this would be really good. Uh, if your priest is up there in the mix, this is going to be the least commonly taken prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omen of Potency. Uh, add three to the priest's attack characteristic and uh, three to his, and then his weapon goes to armor penetration negative four. So if you're taking like a word bearer's uh, dark apostle and you give him the relic mace that does flat three damage, he goes up to like seven or six attacks, strength seven, AP four, mm-hmm. three damage flat. It's crazy. Yeah. He's a beast. Um, the next one is warp site plea. Uh, uh, add one. It's plus one to hit in the shooting phase for a unit within six inches. Um, really, really good. Obviously, well, it's actually not even just, I guess it would only be in the shooting phase, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just plus one to hit for the turn. So, excellent. And um, um, you're basically getting another version of um, Prescience, 
but it can't be denied. It only works in the shooting phase, but it's extremely good. Uh, the next one, Solterra Portent, uh, on a add one to wound rolls in the fight phase for a unit. So it's again, it's Veterans of the Long War uh, for the fight phase for another unit. You have to be within six inches, and this guy's not super fast, nor is he very tough. Mm -hmm. So uh, that one might be a little bit tougher to use. But I guess, I mean, you can throw him a Land Raider with Terminators or something like that. It'd be not bad. Well, if you do that, you're already on your back foot. Well. I, you can run him up the table. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's a way, you know, you could. You could run him up the table with, like. Uh, or I'm assuming he goes in a rhino. Or or yeah. yeah. And then number six, the last one, uh, the pair goes off. You have a six-inch. Bubble models within it have a five plus plus. It's like a six inch kef, yeah. and it's models, not units. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the amount of combos already right there is insane, right? Mm -hmm. So good. And then there's also four god specific prayers. We're not even going to read them because you're right. never going to take them. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them buffs the caster or the priest. Mm -hmm. Well, you, I guess I, if you're in a narrative game, you, you, you might know. take them. I'm not yeah. going to go over them. They, they all make them a little bit better. But you're in a narrative battle with your brother in yeah. the basement. If you if you're a diehard you know corn or whatever fan you might take it but yeah. they're they're not bad they're all good buffs they're just not as good as the other ones so yeah. uh, so Irish Minotaur yeah the first thing that jumped out at me too a Night Lord's army um, uh, not only with the reroll but then with a Night Lord's army you do the minus one to be hit right let's just say you have a unit of cultists right that's your screen unit mm -hmm. and you've got your third and cultists got nerfed uh, quite a bit they can only go up to units of thirty. And they no longer have a, a legion trait. They still have the legion keyword. They don't have the trait. So what that means is cultists. If you're off legion cultist, you're no longer minus one to hit. Uh, if you're a world eaters cultist, you're no more longer huh. plus one attack. It, these are actually in addition to. So they know they know that prayer automatically as well as. Oh these. yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. So if yeah, you, you actually you, you might use these ones. If you take a mark. If you mark them, yeah, I totally good point. Yeah, well, I totally so, no, I didn't. Somebody that. brought it up in the chat. Focused, yeah. focused water. Thank so, you. you know, that, that's actually a really good point. If you find your guy stuck in melee and it's no yeah, longer... It gives you an extra one. Yeah. It's like having another spell. Basically. That's actually, yeah. that's a very, very good point. Yeah. So you might, you actually will use these if you get stuck in mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, minus one to hit no longer makes sense or whatever. Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to beat something up. So that's actually a really good point. Um, you know, and in, in that instance, since it's all going to come up, we'll go over it. Corn prayer, add two to your strength. Uh, Zinch is... Uh, regain D3 lost wounds is really good. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... They're more situational, I would yep. Yeah. Nurgle is add two to your toughness. It's really good. And Slanesh is you can advance and charge. And those, those are... They're praying for their own? It only affects the, the, the priest. Yeah, so they can do those in addition to. So. Yeah, so no, that, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot take a mark. you could get both. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like what I was saying with Night Lords, right? Like... You've got your cultists lined up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, your opponent's going to try and blast him with his stuff to kill screens like mm -hmm. mortars or or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever the hell the case may be. So you you put the prayer on him and make a minus one to hit, and the Night Lords have a stratagem in uh, Midnight Clad. Mm -hmm. It's minus one to hit, so you can make a unit minus two to hit with 100%. Uh, there's no chance of stopping it, right? The prayer can't be blocked. The stratagem can only be blocked by, like, Vect or Gene Sealer Cult. So right. uh, it's really, really reliable. And it's not range dependent either, right? They can be one inch away from you and you're still minus two to hit. So it, it makes your units really, really resilient. Um, one of the combos that, that I wanted to talk about, I'm really excited about, is the new Chaos Terminators are absolute baller. They're so good. Mm -hmm. um, the new kit, one of the, the, the default melee weapon option on the new Terminators is a chain axe, right? And people might be like, oh, who cares? It's a one point weapon. Mm -hmm. 
Right. So the base cost for a Terminator now is 26 points. Wow. Uh, chain axe is one point. Let me just double check that I'm not saying something wrong. Uh, chain axe, one point. It's yeah. uh, plus one strength, AP one. So you go to 27. And, and then you have a Storm Bolter. two points. 29. Okay. Or okay. Combi Bolter. But yeah. So you're talking about a 29-point Terminator. And you can take a unit of 10. Mm -hmm. 290 points. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, like, I play Night Lords. Would you give him a heavy weapon or no? Just, no. Just okay. combi bolters and uh, chain axes. And now they have the bolter drill. And now they have bolter discipline, so yeah. they double tap. They're shooting four shots all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you give them Mark of Slanesh. Yeah. So one unit of Terminators, especially like for me, I play Night Lords. I can mm -hmm. make a minus two to be hit on the first turn. I'm not even going to deep strike. I'm going to start right. them on the table. Then they walk forward and they double shoot 80 bolter shots with plus one to hit. Rerolling ones to hit with veterans of the long war, so they're wounding plus one. So if you're shooting, if someone has got like guard, which mm -hmm. is super common, or um, whatever, any kind of T3 mm -hmm. army, you're hitting on twos, rerolling ones, wounding on twos. You're going to annihilate. Why are they hitting on twos again? Uh, you hit, hit them with prescience or a player oh, to be plus got one. Got it. To hit. So you, you, you want to have the character support. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the, the it's insane how strong they are, yeah. right? 80 freaking. So you got 20 wounds there, so two wounds a piece. Uh, it seems it's incredible. Yeah, like they'll just up. they'll blow yeah. through chaff like nothing, and then when they get into combat, uh, each guy's got two chain axe attacks, which is not, like not bad at all. Mm -hmm. And again, you hit them with veterans of the long war with strength five. They're usually going to be winning stuff on three anyway. Now they're winning on twos. Mm -hmm. It's a, the, it, the chaos terminator unit is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited because I've always wanted to make them work, and now you totally yeah totally can. Um, there and there's so many fun and cool combos in here like. One of the really, uh, oh, I, I can't believe I didn't mention this already. One of the coolest things that you get now as a Chaos player is you finally get Thunder Hammers. Um, nice. Yeah, huge, For right? All, all units basically get to, it's just a melee option now that they can take? It's in the melee weapon, it's in the melee weapons list. Anything mm -hmm. that has access to the melee weapons list gets it, which is nice. characters chosen. Every single chosen can take a Thunder Hammer, which is really okay. funny. They're characters now? No, they're not characters, but they just get no, no, access but, to so the characters one. can now take yeah. Thunder Hammers. Not right. all of them, not all of them. It's pretty much like the... The uh, Exalted Champion, yeah. the Lord. I think that the, it's a very, it's only a limited number of guys, but hey, mm -hmm. you get Thunder Hammers now. Yeah. So you can have a Chaos Smash Lord. Right. Um, one of the fun ones we were looking at is you take a World Eaters Lord on a bike, mm -hmm. yeah, which is index option. Obviously, it's not in the codex, unfortunately, but um, and you give him the Warlord trait where you can advance and charge and reroll failed charges. Mm -hmm. So he's going 20 inches charging with a reroll. It's like first turn, no problem charge on a guy that's T5 with six wounds mm -hmm. with five attacks uh, on the charge. And then if you warp time him hilariously, he can go 40 inches, mm -hmm. which is just funny and still charge. Yeah. Uh, Valerie, how is Pablo's losing streak going? Still going strong. Going well. Still going strong. I think he said double digits losing streak at this point. Getting there. Uh, Irish Minotaur, can they take the new... Uh, it's called a Havoc Chain Cannon, I think. Terminators yeah. cannot take it, no. Mm. But the new Chaos Space Marine Troop Squad can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's pretty fun. Um, the, the Chaos Terminators are going to be amazing. I wonder if other people will catch on to it, but just... Well, I think Terminators in general have gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I've been using Paladins, which are great. Only a 10-man unit is only so 80, pound, 80 points more than a Grey Knight Terminator unit for a lot better, so... Yeah, and his, Jason's list, which he's been doing really well with, he's taking a unit of 10 Paladins yeah. as his kind of like bully unit that goes up into the middle of the table. That's it's so good. It's so good. Once they get once they get super, like if they if I go first turn 
and I get them because I take a bunch of uh, support characters for them and you just buff them up with psychic powers all of a sudden you're out of four up invul save you have astral aim so you're firing at anything no matter what mm -hmm. put them in the middle of the board with, in a piece of terrain and they just have a 24 yeah, inch and they're shooting zone. things they can't see with right. strength 5 AP1 bolters mm -hmm. again with bolter discipline they're doing you four hit them with shots hammer hands each. so if they get into combat they're oh, winning things on so good so good it's such a good unit yeah and but they, the, they do die quickly. I mean, they still there's still a lot of damage three stuff in the in the 40k universe that hurts. But the third wound makes such a difference. It does. It makes such a big yeah. difference. And then they just kick your ass in combat too. They're really good. But yeah, if anybody's looking for like a Bolgren style unit and wants Paladins. to do it, take a look at Paladins. They're yeah. no joke. They're really good. Uh, let me see. In the chat, Red Three standing by is asking. Speaking of the Havocs, can we talk about how they're still? Not giving enough weapon options in the new box. Yeah, hilariously, the one that everybody wants, you only get one of in the box. The Reaper Chain oh, Cannon. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? The the third-party ones, I, I'm not recommending you get them, but those are coming out of the word work right oh, now. Oh, uh, yeah. So my Facebook feed is full of these yeah. companies posting these. They know that they have to strike quickly. Auto cannon things. Because yeah. you only get one per box, but that's normal. So, and then let's talk about Havocs because it's a new kit. Oh, baby. And they're really good. Uh, the difference is, so... I love the new kit, by the way. I like how they kept the oh, old God, school... They look so good. The, the old school poses, but yep. the over the shoulder. That's yep. cool. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and that's another thing that makes, that reiterates the idea to me that they're like, no, Chaos is going to stay in the past. That was, a, I mean, that's a home run. I mean, yeah. I, I joke about some of the models that have come out, like the Executioner, but like the Havocs look really good. Yeah, they're, 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 they're kits, the kits... And, and the Chaos Space so, in general. So yeah. good. So the new Havocs, uh, big difference is you can only take a unit of five. Uh, that's that's the cap. Hmm. Uh, they can move and shoot heavy weapons with no penalty. Really? Yep. And they're T5. Nice. Yeah. So Because the model's bigger. Interesting. And, um, uh, so pros and cons there, right? Cons, you don't get any Ablative Wounds. Pros, you can move and shoot with no penalty, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, your T5, which helps a lot. It helps a lot with that's things fantastic. like mortars and, you know, the little pitter-pat stuff that usually gets fired at them. If yeah. they're in cover, you know, a lot of these things are going to be wounding them on a five and they have a two of save. It's not going to do anything to them. Yeah. The move and shoot without penalty is fantastic. So the, the, they have the same weapon options as before. Oh, downside too, the aspiring champion has to take a special weapon. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a combi bolter every time. Uh, he comes standard with a flamer, which is funny. But um, looks cool, but not really very effective. Oh, the sergeant. Yeah. So you have four heavy weapons and a sergeant. And can the sergeant, sergeant take a heavy weapon? He can, no, he has to take a special weapon. So the four four is the max. Yeah, I mean you could give him a combi plasma well, if you wanted to, and then it, it's the same. The new Reaper chain can I keep forgetting what it's called? The Reaper chain's it's not on there or whatever. Yeah. So the, um, it's a twenty four inch range, heavy eight strength five AP one gun. So it's it's nasty. Mm -hmm. um, if you take a unit with four of them, that's 32 strength five AP1 shots, only 24 inch range, but you can move and shoot with no penalty. Mm -hmm. And if you had a commie plasma there, that would be, uh, it would have the same range band, but you're usually gonna keep the, the aspiring champion to be the first guy to die. What's the strength of it? Strength five? It's strength five. Can right? you, does that pre-skim the prayer to plus one to wound? That's only, the plus well, one to wound prayer is in melee. Oh. So uh, there's a couple of ways you can play this unit, right? Uh, like Frankie's of the opinion, you give him four missile launchers, you hide them, mm -hmm. and then on turn one, you move to wherever you never need to be and start shooting. Mm -hmm. The way I would play it personally is you take uh, a unit of five, you take four Reaper chain cannons, they're 20 points each. They're, it's, they're exactly the cost of two and a half heavy bolters. They have the firepower right. of two and a half heavy bolters. Um, and uh, I would play them as Alpha Legion, personally. Mm. You infiltrate them forward. Now there's a detachment in the Vigilus uh, Ablaze book i can't remember what it's called 
and we'll get into that in a little bit. But basically, it's for like Obliterators Havocs, like heavy support infantry. Mm -hmm. And they have a stratagem in there that lets you shoot your opponent at the end of their first movement phase if you go second. So you have this Havoc unit, you infiltrate them forward, and you put them in a position where they have a lot of good field of fire, and then you're like, yeah. Nice. Go wherever you want. Like, I'm going <clears> to <throat> blast you with 32 shots. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty easily, you can get them reroll once to hit, and then you obviously you can use Veterans of the Long War, and uh, you can just light something up on their turn. What I think it'll end up doing is it'll be area denial, because mm -hmm. your opponent's going to be like, damn, I don't want to move somewhere where I'm just going to get shot in my movement phase. So I think that that'd be a really good um, way to apply the Havocs. Obviously, they're probably going to die when you do that, but... You know, if you do it correctly, mm -hmm. you can either give your opponent a big bloody nose on their turn or just keep them away from a, a section of the board. Mm -hmm. um, really good. Uh, the other one, obviously, is you can put them in uh, like a rhino and uh, just keep them safe in the rhino and they can disembark, no penalty to hit, mm -hmm. start shooting. Oh, yeah. uh, you can put two units in a rhino if you wanted to. Uh, termite drill is another one that a lot of people are talking about. There's the Chaos Dread, I think it's the Dread Claw Draw Pod. Uh, it's kind of expensive, but you can put them in there, drop it down, they get out. Again, no penalty to three hit. units of Havocs in it? It only holds 10 guys, I think. Oh. <laughs> the big well, one, the Charybdis, can yeah. hold like, yeah, like 20 guys or something like that. Is that it? Is it more? If it was more, I'd just fill it all with Havocs. Yeah, and just drop it down. <laughs> drop it, yeah. get out, just annihilate, just a ring of fire. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Th this is going to be a really popular unit, not only because they're good, the models are absolutely brilliant, the chain gun is one of the coolest looking things I've seen in the game. But the heavy bolter and everything, God, they look so good, man. They do look good. Um, yeah. I love it. I think that there's going to be a lot of combos and tricks with the Havocs that mm -hmm. we're going to find. And that's cool, man. It's going to be cool to see Chaos Space Marines on the table again. Yeah. Um, really, Something new. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm really excited. You're not seeing Havocs right now. No. No. Not or you weren't. Um, Obliterators got updated. Uh, again, guys, the points in the... The points in the Codex are wrong. Mm. The points in Vigilus Ablaze are correct. They are 115 points. I think they're a little too expensive. But uh, if you're out there trying to get, if you're trying to plan on having like, you know, a ton, like nine 65 point obliterators, I hate to break it to you, but it, it's a. Enjoy it for about a week. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I guess do it for the next week or two if you have but an If you RTT want to take up a lot of 65 point obliterators from Frontline Gaming. <laughs> We'll sell them to you. We'll but. sell you a ton of Shadow Seer boxes. Yeah. 15% off. Just be aware of that. Um, you know, that's the, the 65 points is not not going to be accurate. Yeah. But uh, the new Obliterators are, are very strong. 24-inch uh, range, Assault 6, Strength 6 plus D3, AP D3, uh, D3 damage. And now they have uh, uh, Power Fists. Almost they have mini Power Fists in Melee. So they're way better than they were. Mm -hmm. Um if you can death hex a Castellan and hit these guys with all the right buffs, they'll kill a Castellan in one shooting phase. Do you know what? I There was a unit that I completely forgot even existed. I actually had to go on their website and take a look to see, like, to remember what, the mutilators. Oh, yeah. Mutilators I forgot still that there. those were. They're still there, They baby. have a kit. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. It's I mean. It's old resin. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't even find Blech. it. Whatever. Uh, yeah, the Lord Discordant is 12 wounds. Um which means he is a character, he's so 12 wounds, which targeted. means he can get shot. But hang in there because there's a lot of things you can do. So the Lord Discordant is extremely good. Why don't we talk about that? Because he's the coolest model I've seen in a long time. Cool. Absolutely beautiful. So the Lord Discordant, uh, he's weapon skill, ballista skill 2, which is awesome. Uh, he's strength 4, T6, 12 wounds, 4 attacks, 2 up armor save, which is really, really good. 
and uh, he has a five up invul save. Mm -hmm. So he uh, and his movement is twelve in his top, um, which is very fast two. in this game. Mm -hmm. He's really quick, and he gives uh, uh, demon engines plus one to hit. That's including himself. Mm -hmm. So even if he moves and shoots his heavy weapons, he's still gonna be hitting on a two. Um, you're usually gonna give him the auto cannon. The, the bale flamer is pretty expensive. It's really good, but it's thirty point weapon. Most people are gonna default to the auto cannon um, because it's only ten points. And uh, that keeps him at about 170 points total. So he's really affordable. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of ways that you can make him more resilient. Um, for one, if he kills vehicles, he can heal himself or like shoot a, a laser beam out. Uh, he regenerates one wound every turn. Uh, you can hit him, if you mark him correctly, you can hit him with like plus one to his invul save. Um, uh, you can give him minus one to be hit with the prayer. Uh, if you're Night Lords, let me see, I think you can use, no, that stratagem I think is infantry only. Um, but you can give him the minus one to be hit, prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a really good one is in the Vigilus uh, Ablaze. One of the Black Legion Warlord traits is that your Warlord takes half damage, right? So you can make him your Warlord, give him that Warlord trait, mm -hmm. and now he's way more resilient. And you buff his invul save up to like, you know, four up. Or, Very nice. I think you can actually get him up to a three plus plus invul save. Very cool. Yeah. Or you just take, you know, two of them, mm -hmm. right? And they're really good in melee. Their shooting is impressive. Or three. Uh, yeah, you could. Um, they're really good. Like there's, they're very solid. It, it does suck that they can get targeted, but um, three of those guys running up the field at you would be pretty. With a bunch of mauler fiends. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Nah, right on their tail. Bad. Yeah. So yeah, he has um, uh, the auto cannon. He has a bolt pistol, impaler, chain glaive. It's plus two strength, minus two AP, two damage flat. Um, and then if he, on the first round of combat, it's strength times two instead of plus two. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. And then he has uh, mecha tendrils, gets two extra attacks from them. And then the, the actual, his mount um, has a, a, a bladed limbs and tail, which gives him some extra attacks. Mm -hmm. And he can take a technovirus injector or a magma cutter. The magma cutter is basically a mm -hmm. kind of a mini melt-a-gun. Um, so he's got a lot of, of options. And then uh, with his bladed limbs and tail on his mount, you get five extra attacks with it at his full when he's at his top tier and that's strength seven ap2 d3 damage very cool so like his shooting is pretty good his melee is really good he's really fast he buffs everything around him he heals he heals himself mm -hmm. um he's solid and if you really want to make him tough you can right you really you really can make him very tough to, to mm -hmm. um tough to hurt but you know if a castle and puts his you know sights on him it, it, it can be a clinch moment for sure <laughs> as uh, as you know most things in the game. Yeah, John V says, looking at the Havoc Sprue, there's a other gun on the same. Sprue is a chain gun, and they said there were two of them. Yeah, so the the heavy bolter on the Havoc, um, on the Havoc Sprue looks almost exactly like the chain gun. Mm -hmm. If you stuck like a minigun on the end of it, you'd be pretty close to getting what you were trying to get. They uh, they confirmed that there is only one. Yeah, no, they've shown it's, it's on the It's on the Warhammer TV. It, they, they actually... Or the community page, they, they list what you can make from it. Well, uh, any, Chaos yeah. Swarm, yeah, he doesn't get the Legion traits. I was I was trying to see if he had the Hellbrute keyword, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, though, is that you can you can still buff him up a lot. Like I was saying, the Black Legion Warlord trait to make him take half damage mm -hmm. is extremely good. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it depends on your meta. It depends on how much terrain you use and all that stuff. But uh, I think you're going to see Lord Discordance on the table. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the, the the being able to target him. Is rough, but it would be hard to justify him at nine wounds when he's like a gigantic model. Right. So 
that wasn't going to happen. Uh, the other one, the Master Possession, I think we've covered that one enough. All mm -hmm. of his psychic powers are about buffing demons and demon engines. Right. And uh, he just looks amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, the Exalted Champion can take a Thunder Hammer. Pretty good. He's still excellent. Uh, and again, Cultists, you can only take him in units of 30 for people who, um, who missed that. Uh, kind of a bummer, but I, I'm of the opinion personally that no unit should ever be bigger than 30 uh, as a starting size. It just gets too unwieldy. Um, I guess there's enough assault cannons running around that you can just take an assault cannon and stick it on the heavy bolter. Mm -hmm. Says Red 3 standing by. Yeah, you totally could. Just do whatever. Yeah. Uh, Darth Jew says, late to the show, but how about that purge shooting with play bears holding stuff down? Mm, sexy. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else? I mean, why don't we just jump over and start talking about the Renegades a little bit? Because that's really exciting as well. Mm -hmm. um, so the Purge have a stratagem that lets you shoot into combat. Uh, it's much like Valhalla also does that for mm -hmm. Ash Militarum, which there was a player that went to the semifinals of the LVO with Valhalla. Mm -hmm. uh, he was using it to shoot guys off his tanks so he could shoot them in the, right. shoot them in the shooting phase. Um, so the Purge, let's see... We'll talk about the Renegade chapters. The Purge, their, um, their Legion trait or mm -hmm. chapter trait. You can reroll hit rolls made for attacks by units with this trait that target enemy units that have lost one or more wounds already this turn. So their Legion trait is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. If you do a wound to a unit, your entire Purge detachment or army mm -hmm. is twin linked against that. Yeah. All right. You do one wound to a Castellan or whatever or Mortarian, or whatever, like any big tough or a big unit of orcs, your whole army is twin-linked against them, shooting mm -hmm. at the same target. That's crazy. Super good. Um, their stratagem is uh, all life is worthless. Use it in the shooting phase. Pick a purge unit from your army that is not within one inches of enemy models. That unit can target enemy units that are within one inches of friendly units until the end of the phase, but each time you roll an unmodified roll of one, uh, you resolve that attack against a friendly unit. So... The strategy, the, the tactic a lot of people are talking about is you go in with like, you know, mm -hmm. cultists or plague marines or whatever, tag a bunch of units to hold them in combat, and then you shoot them in your turn. And as your guys are so tough, you're not going to do a lot of damage to them. Mm -hmm. um, it's really a really effective strategy. Just bear in mind that uh, Renegade chapters don't get Veterans of the Long War. Mm -hmm. um, may or may not be a deal breaker. But uh, yeah, they're they're really good. And then their Warlord trait was pretty good too. Uh, your Warlord gets reroll wound rolls of one. Mm -hmm. And you can reroll damage rolls as well. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Uh, the other one that everyone's talking about is uh, Red Corsairs. Uh, they have a really cool mechanic. Um, so uh, basically uh, their Legion trait is uh, you can advance and charge in the same turn. In addition, if a detachment contains three or more units with this trait... That detachment's command benefits are increased by one command point. So if you have three Red Corsairs units in a detachment, you get plus one CP. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the detachment's command benefits are increased by three instead if it contains three or more units of Chaos Space Marines. So if you take three units of Chaos Space Marines troopers in a, a battalion, that battalion gives you eight command points. Right. So a lot of people are talking about doing the spiky 17, mm -hmm. which is two characters and then three units of Chaos Space Marines, like five-man units. With, you know, give them a heavy weapon or whatever, a storm mm -hmm. bolter, and have them run around just grabbing objectives, and you get eight CP. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the ability to advance and charge is also really strong. Again, take a character on a bike, and they can auto advance six. They're going 20 inches, and then they're charging. Mm -hmm. Take two, you know, lords with a thunder hammer. Just send them in like scud missiles. Um, the Red Corsair's Warlord trait is really cool, too. 
you get a free relic. Mm-hmm. So if you made one of them your warlord, like let's say you took two smash lords or whatever, mm-hmm. two sorcerers, whatever you wanted, they'd both get a relic. Right. Yeah, for free. So it's, re- it's really good. Um, and then in addition, your warlord, every time he kills an enemy character, he gets plus one attack until the end of the battle. So there's a lot to like. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of really good stuff. Oh, my other favorite one, the Red Corsair Stratagem for three CP. It does Tide of Traitor, Traitors on a unit of Chaos Space Marines. Oh, very cool. So if you took a unit of 20 <clears throat> Chaos Space Marines, it uses your screen, mm-hmm. and uh, they get pummeled down to one guy. You burn three CP, the whole unit comes back, and it, it comes in outflanking anyone mm-hmm. from any board edge. So um, a lot to like there. A lot to like. Let's answer some questions, because... There's just, there's way too much to go over. There's yeah. so many combos there's a lot. in here. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Irish Minotaur, the unloyal, unloyal 32. We were thinking the spiky 17, but then I guess if you wanted to take advantage of the big unit of uh, Space Marines, you would have mm-hmm. more than that. Uh, yeah, two HQs, a unit of 20 and two units of five, it's 32 again. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, Darth Jew, Huron is a really good buy. Like he's a, he's really good for his points. He's basically a Chaos Lord and a Psyker in one model. Mm-hmm. Downside, he only has a three-up save and he's on foot. Mm. But um, if you he's he's really cheap. And if you wanted to keep him back with like shooting units, he can cast Psychic Powers. If he gets his first power off, he gets to cast another one. Mm-hmm. And he has a reroll ones uh, aura. And he's not bad in combat. Mm-hmm. Pretty good to make him your Warlord, keep him in the back, keep him safe, buff all your shooting units. Um, and he does give you an extra CP as well. Yeah. Add a line of sight. Yeah, all the mortal wound sniping yeah. that can go on currently. Well, he has five wounds, and if he's yeah. in cover, he has a two-up save. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so if you took Luft Huron as your warlord, mm-hmm. it's basically like a three CP benefit to you, or it's like four or something like that. Because you get three from the, the detachment, you get one extra free relic, mm-hmm. and he gives you an extra um, CP himself. Very cool. Yeah, so then instead of it being an eight CP battalion, it's really like a 10 CP battalion, because you get plus one and then a free one for a relic. So uh, it's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Uh, any other questions? We'll jump in and answer some because as stated, there are way too many combos to go over in here yeah. to possibly cover them in uh, one show. Focus Water, yeah, you could do two Red Corps Battalions. I would just do one personally, but that's just me. Um, Prometheus asks, or Pyrometheus, do you think the GW will upgrade other factions with detachment buffs where you include X units to get more CP, like maybe Necrons? Yeah, Necrons could really use it. I agree. Um, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. The best way to get this on there is to go on their Facebook page and very politely uh, bring it up. Uh, we will not... Uh, some of the crew will be at Adepticon. I and Jason will not, Roy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we talk about a couple other of these uh, detachments because they're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Devastation Battery was the one that I was describing earlier in the show where you can shoot your opponent in their turn. In their movement phase, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the Warlord trait in that is reroll wound rolls of one uh, for attacks made by Devastation Battery units when targeting vehicles, turns them into a lieutenant. Nice. Yeah, so if you had a Lord, he would give you reroll ones to hit and wound. Nice. It's really good. Yeah. And that would work on uh, Obliterators and Havocs and Warpsmiths and Chaos Lords too. Pretty good. Uh, the other one that I really liked, the Cult of the Damned is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically, it's a detachment for dark apostles and cultists. Mm-hmm. And basically it, he, they give each other buffs, like plus one to, uh, get prayers off, um, reroll charge rolls for cultists when they're within six inches of the, uh, 
Dark Apostle. And then their relic is a book that is a D3 damage heavy flamer. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, really, really good. Uh, the Demon King Ritualist has already been covered. Uh, and the Host Raptorial is one that I really liked. Uh, excellent detachment. It affects everybody with a jump pack keyword in the detachment. Um, the, the best part about this is the Warlord trait. It gives you plus two to charge rolls for the Warlord and anybody else with a jump pack in the detachment within six inches. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously the you can drop down and now you have a seven inch charge instead of a nine from reserves. Mm -hmm. uh, any way to get a reroll on that increases your odds to like 75, 80% of making the charge um, or just start them on the ground and jump up the table, especially if you have something that can let you advance and charge. Mm -hmm. And you can have a really quick smash lord with either a relic weapon or a thunder hammer mm -hmm. or whatever. It's excellent. Um, and then the stratagem, uh, if you draw, if you deep strike and then charge and you make the charge, you get rerolls to hit in combat. It's not bad. But the other one is um, terror strike. Uh, if a host raptorial unit destroys the enemy unit, um, everyone for the rest of the phase, uh, for the rest of the turn, all host raptorial units are an additional minus one to the opponent's leadership. So I've used this with like night lords, raptors, mm -hmm. for example. Take a unit of uh, night lords, raptors with the mark of Nurgle and the uh, icon. Mm -hmm. That unit with this would be a, a static negative four to your leadership. Just mm. that one unit. Right. Yeah. So with Night Lords, you could easily get people up to like a minus seven, eight mm -hmm. to their leadership. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, anything cool happen with World Eaters, uh, Mega Bob? Not anything specifically for World Eaters, but they got all the other cool stuff. They have access to the detachments. Mm -hmm. They have access to the new, you know, the new goodies. Um, all that stuff, but like world leaders specifically didn't get anything. The only legion that that got anything specifically for them was um, Black Legion. They got a ton of stuff, mm -hmm. and then the Renegade chapters got a lot of really cool stuff. A lot to be excited about. Um, in the Legion of Schools detachment's really cool. Mm -hmm. You can make it even more likely that Blood Letters will make the charge from reserves right. with this. Um, so that's what you would take for your yeah. your world leaders. Yeah. If you, if you took a, a, a lot of Chaos players take a triple Bloodletter Bomb mm -hmm. with two characters, Deep Strike it all in charge, the Legion of Skulls gives you, as soon as one unit of Bloodletters makes the charge, all other Bloodletters are plus two to their charge. Mm -hmm. So a Bloodletter unit out of reserves would be like 3d6 plus three with a reroll to charge. It's like right. a 90-something percent chance of making the, the charge. Uh, but no, Berserkers did not get anything <laughs> specifically for them. And we still have the amazing sculpts. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I chuckled a little bit when I was looking through the, code, the Chaos Codex and they show the pictures of them. Yeah. Just, oh. It looks, yeah. That's, that's an ancient kit. Yeah. Iron Wars did not get anything specific nope. for them. I, you know, I honestly don't know why mm -hmm. GW did Legion-specific articles on the Warhammer community page because that's not what... It's not what was in these books. But those those articles, they were mostly saying, like, you can use these new models for yeah. this, you know. That's kind of what it was for, yeah. in my opinion, at least. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a little misleading, and I, I'm sure it wasn't intended. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they, they would have been better off focusing on the specialist detachments and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Renegades, because that was where, like, all the exciting yeah. stuff is and all the new units. But it was um, more like, if you like Iron Warriors, then you, you're really going to like these new Obliterators. Like, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the... Fair enough. In, any points changes in the book, guys, are the ones that were in chapter approved. Yeah. It's not... Like, the, the, this is not a new codex. Mm -hmm. This is an updated current codex, mm -hmm. right? So if you're expecting sweeping changes, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. This is this is their 8th edition codex version mm -hmm. 1.5. Flying Monkey, I don't, I don't think we're... 
we don't know what the old point cost was, so we probably couldn't no, tell you. <laughs> if it didn't change in chapter approved, it's not changed here. Mm -hmm. right, that, this, there, there's the only stuff new in here is the new stuff. Yeah. And if anything got its points changed um, or some sort of an FAQ change, mm -hmm. then it's been incorporated into the book uh, for this. That's it. Got it. Um, it's not. It's not a brand new codex. It's an updated codex. Mm -hmm. um, but it's awesome though. Like this. This makes them so much better than they were. It's like not. It's oh, yeah. not even funny. It's ridiculous. Overall, I'd say a solid A minus. I'm extremely. The only happy reason with I A Lord Executioner. <laughs> Lord of Execution. You got a new unit. You know. So before we jump back over, is there any other questions you guys would like to see answered? Only important ones. Yeah, and I know it's it's tough. Like, there's just way too much to talk about in these books. There's so many new combos, mm -hmm. so much fun stuff for a Chaos player that you're going to be really happy. Um, I know I am very happy. And, like, everyone in the office is so stoked. It's like, blow the dust off mm. their Chaos Space Marines and start This comes up a lot with these. Um. Cryptman, no, you. It, it, your book will tell you what you can use. Mm -hmm. um, and unless it says specifically that you can, you cannot. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Thousand Suns and um, Death Guard are their own codex, they're their right. own thing now. It, it's like the It's like being Space Marines and, and Chaos Space Angels. Marines. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not the same thing. So you gotta, you gotta choose what you wanna play. Yeah. Um, as an Imperial player, but it's great to see new stuff for... Okay, yeah, Chaos needed it. Chaos Space mm -hmm. were not in a great place. Right. Uh, interesting that the Chaos got the full book two, and like book one, that was a lot of different units. I don't understand what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, what other detachments are in Vigilus, Axis of Entropy? Most of them have already been covered. Um, yeah, let's not go through all of them. I'll, just, I'll give a recap really okay. quickly of just like, you know, <clears throat> what they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we won't go into like the ins and outs of all of them. So Bringers of Despair is a really cool one for Black Legion Terminators. It's excellent. Mm -hmm. One of the highlight here is that there's a stratagem that uh, Black Legion can give to a unit of Terminators that gives them all four marks if they're unmarked. Mm -hmm. So if you really wanted to go crazy, you could have a unit of Chaos Terminators, Black Legion. Mm -hmm. You'd be Slanesh to get Feel No Pain and Double Shoot, to be Corn to get Attack Twice, to be Nurgle, to, to be able to get Healed and to be Zinch. To, to get, you know, plus one invul save, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you could go absolutely crazy mm -hmm. on a unit of uh, Black Legion Terminators and give them, like, every buff in the book if you wanted to. Shoot twice, attack twice, and just go crazy. Um, but it would, you know, blow your whole CP load in one go. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would be fun. It would be cool. Uh, the Devastation Battery is for Obliterators and Havocs. We already covered that one. Cult of the Damned is for Cultists and Dark Apostles. Uh, it buffs Dark Apostles, buffs the Cultists. Demonkin Ritualist was already covered on the Warhammer community page, but uh, it's all about buffing Demonkin and Demon Engines. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Uh, Soulforged Pack, uh, same kind of deal. We actually didn't talk about this. We'll give this a little bit of attention here. Mm -hmm. um, this one affects Demon Engines, the Warpsmith, and uh, that gives them the Soul, Soulforged Pack. Keyword, the Warlord trait is add two to the move characteristic of friendly Demon Engines within six inches of them. So put it on the Lord Discordant. It affects himself and Mauler Fiends. Now they're moving, what, 14 inches? It's really good. Uh, the Relic, it uh, replaces the Mecha Tendrils and it makes them a little bit better. Two damage, strength one, or mm -hmm. strength plus one AP one. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Demon Forge Overdrive, one CP. Use this strat at the start of the fight phase. Pick a Demon Engine from your army. Double the number of wounds that the model has for the purposes of determining what uh, tier it's on. Mm -hmm. Really good. Uh, Infernal Engines, one CP. 
Use this stratagem at the start of your charge phase. Pick a demon engine from your army. This model can charge even if it advanced. Uh, obviously really good also. Mm -hmm. You know, for a Mauler Fiend or Defiler or something like that. Pretty cool. Host Raptorial is for Jump Pack uh, Chaos Units. We already covered that one. Fallen Angels is for Cypher and the Fallen Angels, as the name would suggest. The Legion of Skulls is for Bloodletters in a demon, in a corn demon mm. detachment. Um, and then Black Legion has a whole set of uh, stratagems. We already covered some of them. They're really, really good. Um, see if there's any other really good ones to point out. Oh, this one is amazing. World Killers. It's 3 CP, but it lets you get super obsec. So if you have one Black Legion model on an objective, you control it regardless of how many models your opponent has or if they have obsec. Mm. That, that's a game-winning stratagem if used correctly, but it's expensive. Um, Merciless Fighters gives you uh, uh, an extra attack if you outnumber your opponent, so it's really good for like cultists. Um, if you have a unit of 30 melee cultists mm -hmm. and they outnumber their opponent, which they usually will, for one CP you get an extra attack. It's really strong. Um, let me see. Those are the cool ones. Oh, and then the other one that's worth mentioning is Council of Traitors. Mm -hmm. One CP. So um, if you use it in your Black Legion detachment, you can pick in a Dark Apostle and a Sorcerer, and they also get a Warlord trait. It's really, really cool. Black Legion got so much cool stuff, man. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk about a couple of their relics, because why not? So uh, a couple of the cool Black Legion relics. Angel's Bane is one they showed on uh, a Warhammer community page. It's actually really good. Rapid Fire 2, Strength 5, AP 2, 2 damage. Goes up to three damage against Imperium. You put it on a bike or a Terminator, and uh, they're always rapid firing. Mm -hmm. Four shots. It's pretty good. Um, let me see. Trophies of Slaughter. Sight oh, the Sightless Helmet one is pretty cool. You subtract one for your Ballista skill, but improve the armor penetration of all your weapons by one. So you have an AP4 yeah. Thunder Hammer or you know, an AP1 Chainsword if you really wanted to. Very cool. Um, yeah. And the Cloak of Conquest, each time the, the bearer slays an enemy character, add one to their strength, attack, and leadership for the rest of the battle. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then uh, Warlord Traits. Uh, these are for Black Legion as well. A couple of the highlights. Veteran Raider. Uh, while they're within six inches of your Warlord, uh, Black Legion units can uh, declare a charge even if they fell back in the same turn. Really <clears> useful. <throat> Indomitable is the one I was talking about earlier. All damage suffered by your warlord is divided by two rounding mm -hmm. up. So you put it on a, a Lord Discordant, and now he's he's only got 12 wounds, mm -hmm. but he's taking half damage. Yeah. Helps a lot. Um, Soul Eater, uh, each time your warlord destroys an enemy unit, your warlord gets D3 wounds back. That's actually really good. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have uh, the D6 regain command points on a 5+, plus, um, just like you know Imperial has now. And the other good one, First Among Traders, Death of the False Emperor triggers on a 5 plus instead of a 6 plus for models in friendly Black Legion units within six inches of your Warlord. So if you stack that with Veterans of the Long War and plus one to wound prayer, mm -hmm. um, a unit would be having, would trigger Death of the False Emperor on a 3 plus. That's super good for a, a really hard hitting melee unit. Um, yeah, and that's that pretty much covers all the, not all, but a lot. And hopefully, as you can see, there's just so much to, to dig into. Right. There's no nothing for anything other than chaos space marines. Yeah, there's and there's, there's, floor, there's lore in here covering there's, everything that's going on. Right. But for rules, it's pretty much only right. chaos. It is only chaos right. specifically. Yep. So um, let's see. We'll answer any more questions before we move on. Yeah. Yeah. The fallback one is really good. Ghost Valley. Dying here. 
So with some existing units getting new models like the Dark Apostle, have they had points changes? Yeah. Again, guys, the only points changes in here are the ones that were in chapter proofed. Mm -hmm. That's it. So uh, we'll jump back over to the show. So ITC, again, mm -hmm. uh, if you enjoy the ITC, you like what it's about, consider supporting our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. And uh, as we've said, 100% of the money goes back into keeping the ITC going, keeping it from being a, a, a cash drain on the mm -hmm. business. And then hopefully it gets to the point where we can use the money to do really cool new stuff. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, there is like 30 events this weekend. I had to, yeah, I have to scroll down. Yeah. A lot going on. Crazy. There's three majors, uh, mm -hmm. War of the Roses, and that's in Stockport, England, mm -hmm. Gibraltar 40K GT in Gibraltar, and Bug Eater GT in Omaha, Nebraska. Very cool. We're covering a lot of uh, ground there. Mm -hmm. Not bad. All right, upcoming uh, Age of Sigmar ITC events. We have quite a few this weekend as well. All over the place in, let me see, Utah, Florida, two in Florida. And get out there and grab your points. Current 40K ITC top five. We have Daniel Hester is continues to lead the pack uh, with 714 points. Not bad. John Lennon is nipping at his heels in second place with 701 points. Richard Siegler in third with 664 points. Andrew Ford in fourth for, with 592 points. And Jim Vessel drops down into fifth place. Uh, ITC Hobby Track, top <clears throat> five. Currently, we have Colin Sherman leading the pack, followed by Max Carruthers in second, Scott Boucher in third, Jason Bird in fourth, and Lou Rollins in fifth. And he won it last he year. He did. Yeah, so, so he's, he's out there again. Uh, Age of Sigmar, ITC top five. Current, Derek Erlenbush is in first. Matt Pashby, our guy, has jumped into second. Jersey Matt. Jersey Matt. Uh, Alex Gonzalez in third, Jace Resin in fourth, and Jais Watula in fifth. Very I think Watula, yeah, in mm -hmm. fifth. Uh, Age of Sigmar Hobby Track top four. Philip Verduzgo leads the pack, followed by Josh Lara, Joseph Halifacker in third, and Krista Kirby in fourth. Right. We should see more of those. Yeah. Because if you're doing an Age of Sigmar event, you should be doing a Hobby Track also. So please do that. Just a reminder, T.O., yeah. people are still learning about it. Mm -hmm. Current Shadespire ITC, top five. Tony Field in first place. Ivan Cho in second. Jacob Lawler in third. Patrick McNeil in fourth. And Christian Binware in fifth. Well done. Well done, gents. And what's what's the girl, ladies. gents? All right, ladies Madams. are fine. Madams, okay. Tip of the hat to you. <laughs> <laughs> Tip my trophy hat to you. All right, here we go. Oh, right. it's my turn. What do we got here? Oh, we got uh, Ideneth Deepkin tournament, uh, tournament standard. standard, which is my favorite because that's how I can paint. <laughs> it's about <laughs> where I'm being at. brutally honest. So, uh, yeah, this is very cool. Unfortunately, no basing wanted, but that's okay. A lot of people like to do it themselves. Um, so these are tournament standard, and it's such a simple process, but they came out really well. It's just base coats and washes. Yeah, it's That's the it. most affordable paint center. Super we have, affordable. Yeah. But they come out looking great. Obviously, as the name implies, they're ready to put on the table and go to a tournament. Ready play. to go, and you might still get best painted. Yeah, you know, it depends <laughs> on where you're at. You still probably could. So, yeah, these came out fantastic. This is the first time I actually saw some of these models uh, in real life. And uh, the shark ones are awesome. Yeah, the. With a heavy weapon on the back. Called like <laughs> Isodons or something like I that. Know. I can't remember. They're really cool. Oh, Alopexes. That's, That's right. Yeah. So, anyways, if you want to get an army ready, um, they're usually assigned pretty quickly as well so that you're not sitting in the queue forever because all of our artists can do these. And um, it's, like I said, very simple. But they came out really nicely. And I'd be like, for me personally, if my army was painted this standard, I'd be like, 
amazed. Well, this is better than your better than I can normally do. By quite a bit. It's all gray. <laughs> so, but gray nights. So, yeah. You know. Anyways, so hit us up. And uh, please remember to get your Bay Area Open tickets. Right. Uh, the event is coming up. Very quickly. Very We're quickly, two yeah. months away now. Not less even, than two months. Not even that anymore. Yeah. So make sure you grab your tickets. We do have some room left still. It's uh, Come join us. at the KublaCon event. And then we'll hop over and answer some questions before we wrap it up. Just a couple. I see people racking up so many points at these events. They might want to create an, they might create an insurmountable lead. Uh, no, that's not true, Rad Bully. All it means is that early in the season, they've already been to some big events. Right. Uh, and you, yes, yes, you have read that wrong. You got taken to school. Yes, I am the bus driver. You are the student. We dropped you off at your mom's house. <laughs> uh, but no, they, it's it's not the case that they'll get an insurmountable lead. We only take your top five scores, mm -hmm. right? So as soon as you hit five, that's it. Right. Um, and you, then you can keep going, but if you get better scores, then those get added. Yeah, that's how it works. We take your five best scores, right? So. It's not like someone goes to 100 events to get 100 scores. It's not. Uh, mm -hmm. oh, it's, it sounds like he is, is a new person to the IGC, which is okay. That's a good question to ask. So other people, yeah. other people might be wondering. New to it. Yeah, it, you it might to be too it. afraid to ask, like Don Hewson. <laughs> is Don here? Uh, so Rad Bully asks, so say people from England can basically go to every event that won't hamper other people. No. 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 You're, you're capped at five, and it's only your five best scores. You can go to 100 events. It's only the five best scores that you get. And just since we're explaining it, uh, you can have five majors, four GTs, three RTTs, right? Mm -hmm. So if you go to a million little events, only three of them are ever going to count. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to go to at least one big event to match your score, as it should be. And for faction awards, we only take your top four scores. Um, so yeah, he is new and not a problem. We're, it's we, our job. <laughs> we have to drop, we, you drop me off. We have to drop you off at your parents' house. You got it, brother. Uh, uh, Hyperhazard, for Patreon supporters, are the higher tier rewards cumulative? Um, you pick one tier, to my knowledge. Oh, do you get everything underneath it? No, you, you get the package. But typically speaking, the higher tiers include everything beneath them anyway. So. Did we do a calendar? Did we do a calendar? A frontline gaming calendar for the top supporters. I thought we were going to do it. Were they what, pose? Yeah. We've, we said <laughs> On a bearskin rug? Mm -hmm. In front of the fire? Sure. Oh, ooh. Who's December? You. That's the best one. You get to Pablo. <laughs> the rhino. Pablo's just raw animal. <laughs> Magnetism. Just, mm. uh, Anyways, that's so, a good place to end right there. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. uh, to the, again, to those of you going to Adepticon, good luck. Say hi to Mariana, Frankie, and Jeff. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we won't be there, but we will hopefully see you at the Bay Area Open. We will. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>